This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo. Bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Deal Breakers Thursday. And good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN Without Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going and watching the show and all the shows right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. And Cap, we had a blockbuster, not last night, early this morning, after midnight, all hell breaks loose. And that's usually the... The way things go with the NBA trade trade deadline, Woj with a bomb here, Chris Haynes with a bomb there. It's amazing the news that comes out. All this news coming out, starting with Kevin Durant being traded as he goes to the Phoenix Suns. But uh, I didn't see any Bulls news, did you? Okay. Jonathan, you know this is my town, your town. We grew up here. Yep. I bleed this city. I love this city. Best sports city in America. My ass. This city, I don't mean the people. I mean the owners, the executives, the teams are a freaking embarrassment. Let me just lay the case out to you that the best sports cities in the country are New York, Boston, Philly, Chicago. L.A., they show up late and they leave early. The other ones, they're all pretenders. Nice. Cleveland has a little football team. Detroit's a little bit. Those are the four markets where sports is woven into the fabric of our people. Hockey here? That's a joke. They're a joke. Okay, The Cubs, they act like the Kansas City Royals till this year they decided to spend a little bit of money. But we've got to get that top farm system. We've got to get that. Stop. Two rebuilds in ten years? Embarrassing. The White Sox, biggest underachievers we've had in decades here. We'll go get some coach off the Royals. They changed managers, didn't even hire the guy. I hope he's good. Mm -hmm. We're good. Just get a new manager. Ridiculous. The Bears, I hope to God we get 400 number one picks and 10 all pros for the number one pick. Color me skeptical. They're the worst team today in the National Football League. They're picking one for a reason. And then it comes to the Chicago Bulls. I'm watching this team make a move and that rumor there. And what do I hear about the Bulls? Nothing. Bupkis. Till I get in the car last night after doing Bradley at Illinois State. And I'm listening to the Golden State Warriors game against Portland. And I hear... Hey, rumor is that Russell Westbrook, who was just traded, going to get bought out in Utah, and his preference is to sign a deal with Chicago. Oh, great. Carl Everett to the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some hood ornament. Whatever. I don't hate Russell Westbrook. It, it, it's not moving the needle for me. 
And then I wake up at 4 a.m. I'm tired. You're coming in from a game. You're tired. Wait, what does this say? Give me my glasses. Kevin Durant is going where? Kevin Durant's a Phoenix Sun, and their management just got a new owner this week. Signed off on whatever it takes. I want to bring a championship here right now. How come we never do that? I remember Khalil Mack. I was in the shower like, we got who? Khalil Mack, top five player. Araldus Chapman, the Cubs pushed their chips in. It's so few and far between. We are pathetic as a major sports market. Pathetic. We get up every day. We come do our shows here at this great radio station. We're all fired up. And guess what? We don't get paid back by ownership. We act like a bunch of losers from Kansas City. That's what we are. It is amazing that every year around this time during the NBA trade deadline, you're waiting for the Bulls to find their way in a position where they can be a better basketball team. And we know where the stars are all over this league. But I just don't understand why Connor Shobis and Eversley can't look at this situation and say, boy, you know what? We are the general manager and the head of the Chicago Bulls. We could be able to have full autonomy of this organization. Yeah, we got Michael Reinsdorf to answer to, but it's a fresh coat of paint. The reason why, if I'm Eversley and Carter Chauvis and I'm in this position, Cap, is because, well, Garpax did not get the job done, and there needed to be change. Change not just to change the, the chairs or just to change the bodies in those chairs. I mean, change, I mean, meaningful change for the Chicago Bulls. That's the whole point of this. Why are you the general manager and the head of the Chicago Bulls? You two are supposed to be able to create change. And what really is the difference between Gar and Pax and what we see right now? Now, again, the trade deadline is, is still ongoing. We'll see what happens by the time we get to 2 o'clock. But the whole point is, though, is that there are no rumblings. There's nothing out of Chicago about what's going on with this Bulls team. What do, what do fans want, Cap? They just want the team to be successful and be a winner, a perennial winner. As I always say, a rung on the ladder, perennial playoff team, get yourself in a position to win a championship, win a championship. Just get on the ladder. But there's really no difference. If we go through this deadline and there's no significant change with this roster or upgrades to be able to get this team on a run, then you're not doing anything different than Garn Pax did. So people are in their car right now or they're pouring a cup of coffee or they're already at work or they're getting the kids off. They got all these responsibilities and bills. Oh, bulls are on tonight. Good. I'm going to watch my bulls. And you're being disrespected, man, woman, child. Make sure you buy that new City Edition jersey. May, hey, we got the Los Bulls jersey now for sale. Make sure you get that for $125. Are you getting that same commitment back from ownership of any of our teams? Any of them. Does any one of those owners come out and say, I just want to win championships. That's all I care about. I will do whatever it takes to build a champion. We think it's a big freaking deal here when we go get Russell Westbrook off a buyout list. It's really embarrassing that we've got such great support Every day we have every single line, all 10 lines are lit. Every day. We have the best listeners. People watch, they talk, they are on social media, they're into it. How come we're never in on the effing fun? Ever. Well, well, here's the thing, and I think that we have to be able to listen to our listeners a little closer. Because when we do have some listeners and some calls that call in and have a problem with the ownership, 
we're the first to say, nope, they're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. We, we talk about the Cubs or we talk about, uh, you know, the Bears. Oh, no, they're not cheap. They're willing to spend through the nose. They're willing to spend. But the thing is, though, yes, you do spend. Some of the organizations in this town do spend. But what about the end result, right? Don't confuse activity with accomplishment in that regard. When we talk, and hey, we give the Bears credit when they spend. We give the Cubs credit when they spend. There's a cap on the White Sox, clearly, because there's not going to be a $100 million a year player coming out of 35th and Vec. It just isn't happening. But we do give them the benefit of the doubt, but also we should listen to our listeners a little closer when they say, hey, I'm really mad at management. I'm really mad at Ricketts. I'm really mad at Reinsdorf. And you have every right to be because you're waiting for that big splash. Right. It, we were trying to figure out, you and I, the big splashes, and you name a couple of them, in this city where in free agency or in a trade, we're like, wow, I can't believe that Chicago has this pl- player. It's usually someone that's on the scrap heap, someone in the middle, on the middle shelf, no one on the top shelf. And that's the problem around here. That trade for Phoenix, and we'll get into it as we move forward here, but the idea that the Phoenix Suns make this deal for Kevin Durant and they didn't have to get rid of their core? They still have Chris Paul. They still have DeAndre Ayton. Oh, they and still have Devin Booker. And made this deal. And made this deal. They didn't give up anything. The owner. Like, like outside the four first round picks, they gave up. Well, well the, hold on. Four first round picks and a pick swap in 28, which by that point, Durant's going to be 40 years old. That team, if they haven't won a title, that's a dismal failure. They're now the second choice behind Boston. Mm-hmm. But they gave up a t- They pushed their chips in, man. See, New the- owner, Matt Ishbia, said, all in. Let's go. But Chicago doesn't do that. And that's the whole point of this. When right? have we ever done that? Yeah, all just, our chips. Just put your balls on the table and just say, you know what? We're going to make some wholesale changes for the betterment of the franchise. When does that happen? Like, think of the big deals. If you mentioned, I said just trades. Araldis Chapman, and I'm talking about trades where we're getting the star, not shipping out Chris Sale and Quintana and Rizzo and Baez and Bryant and letting other guys walk. I'm talking about when were we the team that went all in? All in. Araldis Chapman, they gave up their number one prospect and more. Okay. They signed John Lester, beat everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah. Which was huge, by the way. Let's not. Uh, did the Raiders win the trade? I don't know. I think that the the Bears were able to get some production out of of Mac when he was healthy. He was a beast. He was a beast. Okay. Who else? Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta, but that was a bunch of minor leaguers for a failed guy in Baltimore, and it worked out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about shopping at the top shelf. Ryan Pace did it for Mitchell Trubisky. <clears throat> he missed on the trade. At least he was trying. Right. But he failed. Who else? Name me another one. Did the White Sox ever shop at the top shelf? No. Blackhawks got Marion Hosa. Yes. In free agency. He was the number one prize. That was a big time get. I'm trying to think. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're so few and far between, it's always us shipping guys out. Well, that's the whole thing. It's always the other way. We're like the twins. It's it's, it's Jimmy Butler, you know, being traded. And the 16th overall pick for Zach Levine, Chris, Chris Dunn, and Laurie Marketing. Correct. You remember this in 2017, Correct. right? It's usually the other way. Now, whatever you want to say, Jimmy Butler is a better player and a somewhat of a bigger star than Zach Levine. I would say somewhat of a bigger starter. 
than than Zach Levine is. Well, the day of the trade, he was by far a bigger star. No Jimmy question. Butler. No question. Zach was coming off an ACL. Yeah. He turns out to be a very good player who I am hearing, as an aside, that he and Billy, that relationship has sailed. And that everyone else in the locker room is on Billy's side. Well, if that's the case, then if if you are... Karnaschovas and Eversley, aren't you siding with Donovan in that regard? They and, are. And if there is a disconnect, don't you make a deal by the time we get to 2 o'clock? Somebody's got to take the $200 million left or the 180 70 whatever it is, left. Well, as a fan uh, on the side of the road watching this, I just want to see movement. Let me ask how, you a how, question. However, it ha- Listen to what I'm saying. However it happens, I want it to happen for the Chicago Bulls. I understand that the, the I understand the price tag for Zach Levine, but the point is though that I couldn't care less. I just want to see movement for the betterment of the okay, team. Okay, so I'm going to give you a, an opportunity. You tell me, Mister Basketball, because that's what you are. You do NBA radio. If I told you, okay, we'll give you Anthony Davis and whatever in there, pick or whatever, and you are getting Zach Levine. You doing that? It's a non-starter. No, I don't want street no, clothes here. No, it's a He's non-starter. He's never healthy. He's never available. At least Zach plays. I wish. I wish he was because then you're talking about the ultimate center in the league. And Anthony Davis, if he would just stay healthy and just be effective. But I can't depend on him. But does he move the needle? He comes home. Maybe he's re-energized. a good guy. He's not a bad person. I think it may have run its course in L.A. He may want to go someplace else. It just can't be here. Can't do it. It's, it's just not available. Well, I, I like the player when he's available. Well, unlike other sports, you got to match the money. Oh, I get it. I get it. I just, but what I'm saying is, and what you're saying is, standing still won't get it done for the Chicago Bulls. It just won't work. So, three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six our phone number. Jason Hayward. We signed him. I like Jason. You got a speech and a ring out of that. He's an awesome guy. Great in the community. We shopped at the top shelf. It was like getting Trubisky. They didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, you got a speech. Gold glove and a championship. Yes, at a community center. That's beautiful. <laughs> right. You got He's something. an awesome person. You got more from him than you got from Trubisky. Come on, man. What are we doing here? It's effing Chicago. So let's ask this question. Shay, let's open the phone lines and ask a question. Based on what happened overnight with Kevin Durant going to Phoenix and other movement happening in the NBA, how come Chicago's never in on the fun? What, what's going on with this city that we're never in on the fun? Let's talk about this. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Cap and I are racking our brain about the last time you were excited about a free agent or a trade in which the star came to Chicago. You see if you can remember through the raindrops here as we keep you company here on a Thursday morning. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Cap and Jay Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. You know, you know. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad to have you in here this morning. Open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. We're talking to you about uh, the Chicago Bulls. You know, this is the NBA trade deadline. A lot of actions happen, like Kyrie Irving is now with the Dallas Mavericks, as we well know. Also, overnight, Kevin Durant is now a Phoenix Sun. Uh, So a lot of movement happening. And we're just asking, you know, why are the Bulls the team on the side of the road. Why does this happen not just to the Bulls, but the rest of Chicago, where you, they're never in on the splash deals? 
it's not necessarily just to appease us, but it's, it's for the team, Cap. It's for the team to get better. It's one thing to just kind of middle and just play and be 500 like my White Sox. But it also is, it says something when you are actually all in, when you're making significant moves to make the team better. You know, it doesn't hurt because, as I always say, Cap, it's one thing that you're a multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever, you're an owner of a team. But, man, that's nothing like being able to be a champion and an owner of the team. Both. Be satisfied with getting both. Strive for a championship. We've played it a hundred times. We won't play it again. Joe Lacob on the Draymond Green podcast. I'm maniacal about one thing at this stage of my life. Winning championships. That's it. There's a reason certain organizations spend the most money, sustain the most viability to contend for a title. Doesn't always happen. Steph Curry's been banged up. They had Clay Thompson miss almost two seasons. They put their money in and they keep trying. Phoenix, here's what they gave up. Just so people who are waking up going, what happened? Suns have traded Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren from the Brooklyn Nets. Crazy. Durant wanted the move. New owner Matt Ishbia, who was just approved by the League Board of Governors this week, told his front office, get the deal done tonight. I want it done tonight. Not tomorrow, not in the morning, not after breakfast. I want it done tonight. Bam. Done. Uh, Ishba uh, said he wanted to make a splash, and he's only been the, the owner for like 10 minutes, and look what he's done so far. The, the, well, I want to know why we can't be in on the fun, ever. Ishba, by the way, one for two on his uh, moves. The other move he made, he's hired Isaiah Thomas. That's a problem. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six our phone number. Why isn't Chicago ever in on the fun? Let's go to Franklin Park. Here's Robert on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN one thousand. All right, Robert. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I am so sick of this Bulls franchise. Cap, you were talking about when did the Bulls go after somebody big? You know who that was? Ben freaking Wallace. That was the last guy. I remember, they went trying to go. This is the guy we need. This is the missing piece. I know DeRozan's a great player, but he was not the missing piece, guys. You know, these the front office showed the fans change by hiring new people upstairs. But you know what Pax and Guard did? They kept the rules the same. Well, yeah, we're going to keep the rules the same. Everyone's going to be quiet. We're not going to talk to the fans. We're not going to answer to nobody. You know, because you know what? Is whoa, 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 whoa. And guard? guard doesn't work here. He works in New Orleans. Well, well, I'm just trying to make my point. Pax this is lives in Florida before. most of the time. He's not involved yeah. at all. You're talking about when they no, were here, no. right, Robert? Is that what you're saying? Right, no. right. exactly, yeah. exactly. When they when they hired them, you guys are hired, but don't tell no one. These rules are going to stay the same. You're not going to talk to nobody. You're right, Cap. When are we going to jump in the fun side of the pool? When are we going to say, you know what, we're not going to hold on to this player or this player. I'm going after this elite player because I, I remember when AK or when the Bulls released their intro video before the season started AK said on that video I believe relationship wins championship relationships okay fine maybe but you know what you need talent you need to make moves and we're here sitting I have not guys AK came in clean house put a roster together and this roster is now 
bad after one year. And now we are already looking at possibly rebuilding again. With- well, well, here's the thing. It's not bad, Robert. We appreciate the phone call. The roster is not bad. That's incorrect. The roster is just mediocre. That doesn't necessarily mean that's bad. Correct. Now, now here's what it is. This roster will put you in basketball hell. That's the problem, Robert. Is it the, the, when you take a look at this team, and Cap and I watch every Bulls game, and we see the team being able to underachieve against some of the worst teams in the league, and they play down to their competition. But sometimes they play very well against some of the best teams in the NBA. So what does that tell you? That when you're, the record is what it is. But what I'm saying is is that a day like today should be a day where Carter Chauvin says, we're going to turn this around. Instead of just middling and win-loss, 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 we'll find a way to be able to get some consistency with this franchise. And it's the same thing we talked about in the offseason. Where is the shooting? You didn't add any shooting. You were good with, with Drogic and Drummond. That's what you brought in in the offseason. That's it. That's it. That's all you did. And I'm telling you, they're not going to ever admit this until the day the guy's not here. I'm telling you, Billy and Zach Levine are not in a good place. They're not. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Robert, we appreciate your phone call. He leaves line open as we go to Schaumburg. Here's Chuck on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, guys. How are you? How are you, man? Good, good. Um, so the, the Bulls did get in the front end of the pool once. And that was with Dennis Rodman. And I do believe a certain number 23 had something to do with it, not ownership. So I, I think you're missing it. That's all. They did it once. Come on. Give them a break. Yeah, t- yeah I can hear your tongue firmly in cheek, Chuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I can hear it. Could you sense the tongue in cheek there from Chuck? I did. Um, so... First call talks about Ben Wallace. $55 million. How much was it, uh, Cap, that, that salary? Like $52 million. $52 million. I'll look it up, but it's Something somewhere like that, in there. Right? That was big at the time. For a shot blocker. For Correct. just a one-way a player. rebounder. Yeah, a one-way player. Shot right. blocker, rebounder. That's what he did best. Correct. And, and also, he's not allowed to wear his headband. So immediately, that was a red flag. Ben Wallace says, I can't wear my headband. That, that actually was a big storyline here. Correct. There was a non-headband uh, rule in Chicago that you couldn't wear one. It's stupid. But the, here's it with Dennis Rodman. Okay, so that's Jerry Krause. It's Jerry Krause. That, that, that was the reason why the Dennis Rodman was here. Got to give him his flowers. Right. They traded for him for Will Purdue. Yes. And Will went on to win a championship with the Spurs. Correct. So Will has four rings. Mm-hmm. Rodman won, I don't know, two in Detroit, three here. Yeah. But the Bulls were like the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was unreal. But why do we have to go all the way back there, if you're the Bulls, to try to pull out a blockbuster deal or player? How bad is that? Okay, now they did make a blockbuster deal. I'm not saying it was a good one. There's a difference between doing nothing and doing something that doesn't work. We talked about Ryan Pace traded up to go get the quarterback he wanted. If that guy was Patrick Mahomes and he worked, that would be, oh, wow, we had, we were bold and it worked. Yeah, It didn't work. Jerry Krause traded Elton Brand so he could have two top five picks and took two high school guys in Tyson Chandler and Eddie Curry. Bold, it didn't work. There have been moments. But we're never the team shopping like, hey, Kevin Durant's available. Right. Get him here. Yes. We don't operate that way in any sport. Incremental moves, 
you know, sideways moves, but not necessarily top shelf moves. And that's exactly what Phoenix did. Again, not giving up their core, and they still got Kevin Durant. They've built themselves a a, a big four here. That's what the Phoenix Suns did. And what do the Bulls have? And that's the question. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. Coming up, uh, Shane Norling has some nuggets about the Chicago Bulls, what they could be doing. Also, Bobby Marks with his thoughts about the Bulls. Will they get Russell Westbrook? We'll get to that coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. The Lakers traded Russell Westbrook to Utah, where he's expected to be bought out. The Bulls have been linked to Westbrook on the buyout market. Kevin Durant was traded to Phoenix for Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jake Crowder, and four first-round draft picks. SIU defeats UIC by the score of 68-66 to in Carbondale. And Bradley defeated Illinois State 79-61. to Jay Moore. Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap and Jay Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 on a Deal Breakers Thursday. We'll have Deal Breakers coming your way in an hour from now right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. If you're just waking up, yeah, the Suns land Kevin Durant in a blockbuster deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Now we're asking, all right, Bulls, your turn. What are you going to do? How come the Bulls or any other team in Chicago don't have days like today for Phoenix or for the Nets? Big blockbuster splash deals. It just doesn't happen. Some thoughts here from Shea Norling as we get more news. Shea? Yeah, always keeping up on trade deadline day with any of the latest we can get around the Bulls. Joe Cowley tweeted, uh, as far as the Bulls, I'm told they are kicking the tires on new net Jay Crowder, but are in a long line with teams better equipped to land him. That was reported a couple hours ago by Woj. Uh, Crowder obviously involved in the blockbuster that sent Durant to Phoenix, but the Nets want to turn him around and send him someplace else. He added the Bulls have canceled their shoot around, opting for a hotel uh, ballroom walkthrough. Not a big deal. And then they were interested. They were never interested in giving up trade capital for Westbrook. Would they sign Russ off the streets as a buyout victim? Not with the roster as it is currently constructed. See, Cap, you, you, you know you'll get this notification on your phone. I'll get this on my phone from somebody within the Bulls organization or someone close to the Bulls organization about how the Bulls tried. How, many, how often have you gotten that text? <laughs> well, well they you know they made a few calls for so and so, and it didn't, and it fell through. So and so was on the market, but it didn't happen. I don't care about if you tried. As a Bulls fan, I want to see the Bulls be able to do something. Trying is one thing. That's, that's Rick's, Rick Hans' lament. It his back against the wall at 35th and Vex saying, I'm very disappointed. I, we tried very hard. Um, no one's more upset than me. F that. Where is the, the movement? That's what I'm talking about. I told you that was going to happen at the deadline with the White Sox. <laughs> he he did. did exactly what I told you he was going to do. He did. He walked out of here. And said to me, I said, hey, good luck today on the trade deadline. And he snapped at me and said, I better not come in here tomorrow and see Rick Hahn with that white wall behind him in the dugout. We tried and couldn't get anything done. I'm like, dude, the price is stupid. You give it up. I don't care about what it costs. Get me help. Did you not? And what happened? And slammed the door on me. And then what happened? Nothing. Han White Wall, back against the wall. We tried. I'm very disappointed. No one's more disappointed. F that. Right. Where's the results? And the same thing here with the Bulls. This is not, like, 
personal shots at Rick Hahn here or Jed Hoyer or any of them. You're a professional executive. I don't care. Find a way. Find some prospect and trade him away. I don't care anymore. 312-332-3776, our phone number 290. Here's Bubba on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Bubba. What's up, you knuckle butts? Tell you what, I, I love the passion and the vigor I'm hearing from you guys today about what? the frustration of Chicago sports. Um, you know, it, it's uh, n- none of us. Yeah, it, it, it's been a long, uh, long few years, and I, it, the future is not really bright for a whole lot of teams. But um, that being said, I'm a huge Bulls fan. And, Cap, you brought this up the other day, and I, the – uh, the Zach Levine news uh, with him and Billy, that relationship, that, that's news. That's, uh, you know, I, we knew the relationship was uh, was strained, but not, not that bad. But you brought this up the other day, trading Levine to the Knicks. That's another team that, uh, that, needs, some, that needs to make a big move. So maybe get R.J. Barrett. He seems to kind of fall, fall out of favor. You know where I'm going with this. Bring back the hometown kid, Derrick Rose. The oh, money God. He hasn't up. played in no. a month. He's not oh, healthy. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? You want to get this this organization revamped, uh, the the camaraderie pack. You bring in Derrick Rose. I know every caller oh, that's, that's driving to work right now. Is, oh, come on! What do you What do you mean? Come on! Well, he can't play anymore. I know, Bubba. That makes you feel good, but that doesn't necessarily mean wins. Now, I told you, Cap. I believe Derrick Rose is going to return to Chicago at the very end. At and, some point, yeah, probably. Yeah, but but I don't. But as far as making a difference with this team, no. The Derrick Rose story makes everybody feel good in Chicago. But as far as winning games because of Derek, those days in that ship has sailed. No question yeah, about it. He hasn't played in a month there. He's not healthy, and he and Tibbs are in a great place. They have a great relationship. If he could help, he'd be playing. Stop bringing Derek Rose back here, unless he's signing a one-day deal. Morning, John. Hey, guys. How are you? I love the show. Appreciate you. you. So, you know, we got to look at the, the trade and going back to, like, how we always manage to not do anything in Chicago. But Durant obviously, you know, puts Chris Paul over for winning a championship. They're going to get a championship probably out of this deal. The problem is, if you look back to, you know, the last 20 years, nobody really stays with any teams anymore. I mean, we had Dirk stayed with his team. We had Kobe stay with his team. You know, for the most part, we had most guys would stay with teams long term. No, I wouldn't have taken Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving no matter what. Yeah. They're a cancer to your team. They won't stay around. I even said this days ago. When Kyrie said he wanted out of Brooklyn, I said, how many days until Durant's gone? What was it, five days? Yeah. Gone. And so you can't – you hit James Harden. It, 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 you, it go back to the, the t- last time you saw a trifecta like that. You, I, it, it reminds me of the Seattle Mariners when they had Randy Johnson – um, Ken Griffey Jr. and A-Rod together. And they couldn't even keep that together. You know, you have teams that are built around players that have such different personalities. It's so hard to maintain. And it's like, I don't blame the Bulls or our Chicago teams. It's, it's a risk-risk situation. It's like playing the lottery all the time. It's like, okay, do we throw all this out to bring this guy in? And what happens if it doesn't work? Now we just sacrificed future with being maybe somewhat healthy this is not an indictment on the entire league john it's an indictment on the westbrooks on the Kyrie's, the durants and the hardens of the world did i name all four because those guys always want to be able to move someplace else now here's the most dangerous game of of them all you can't go to dino's and say let me get a harden jersey because you know he's going to be leaving in a year 
you can't get one jersey because he'll be moving someplace else. Right. Durant, Westbrook, those guys. So if you ever bought a jersey, for sure they're moving on. But I named the four guys that always want to go someplace else. That's not an indictment on the entire league. No, you're not going to get guys that's going to stay in one place forever. Even the great Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant you talked about. Kobe Bryant was flirting with the Bulls. I recall this because I'm hosting a show here at ESPN 1000 with Sean Salisbury. And we're doing a show, and we have Kobe on the line. This is Kobe's rehab tour. Let's just put it that way. From mm-hmm. everything that happened in Colorado? Correct. Okay, so he's doing sports radio, which is unheard of for someone of that stature, right? Correct. But he's doing sports radio. He talks to me and Salisbury. And he said, yeah, you know, I, was re- I asked him, would you ever think about playing with the Bulls? He said, yes. As a matter of fact, I had my wife and my kids look at schools and homes in the area in Chicago. He thought he point. was coming. They, they thought... Because he had a problem with the Lakers, I'm not sure how close it was, but he was very interested in playing with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. So even the great Kobe Bryant was interested in leaving, and he ended up staying, but he was very interested in the Bulls. So freedom of movement in the NBA is a ton of it, yes, but, but those four guys in particular, they always want to go someplace else. It's just so disappointing that the trade deadline in baseball, we're shipping guys out or doing nothing. NFL free agency, I'm hoping the Bears are exceptionally active, but it's not like in baseball where you've got Aaron Judge and all these other stars. It's just a different way of doing business. And then the NBA, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Standing pat, counting money. They're going to get a deal I keep hearing done to extend Vucevic. Okay, now what? That's fine. He's a solid player. You can't give him a max deal and they won't. Billy and... Zach, reportedly, it's not a great relationship. So what are we doing here? What are we doing? Well, I know in that scenario, Billy's not going anywhere. They just extended Billy. And the rest of the team loves Billy. Okay. So we'll see how that all works out here. I think it's going to have to work out where they have to work together. That's how it's going to work because it's not like the Bulls are going to move Levine. At least it doesn't seem like it. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Dallas, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Justin on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, gentlemen. Cap Hoodie, you what's, always know it's What's up, me. Mr. Cologne? How are you, man? I'm good. How you doing? So, you know, I had to weigh in on this. Cap Hoodie, uh, we shouldn't even be surprised. Uh, I've exhausted all measures. I can't get upset anymore. Uh, we'll just call them the running backs because that's exactly what they do all the time. Uh, I did want to ask you all one question. You know, since they're they're waiting on Lonzo Ball to come back, do either one of you all shop on Big Sporting Goods? Just do you all just look on yeah. there, glance on there? Sure, absolutely. Uh, look on there. The next time you look, look at Lonzo's Ball. Look at Lonzo Ball's jersey. It's on sale, so that tells me all you need to know. He's a, he's a so quote unquote current player, but it's on sale now. How, how this, much? This team is that ten bucks. It, it's on sale for it's on sale for ninety. Uh, Levine, everybody else is one twenty. <laughs> last time I heard, he didn't get traded. He's still with the team. They're yeah. just waiting on him to come back. That'll be on the clearance so, rack very soon, by the way. For pretty, maybe, yeah, it's already on clear, pretty much right yeah. next to the Trubisky um, Bears jersey. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. Does it annoy me? Yes, it annoys me. Uh, like I tweeted you last night, Cap. I mean, trying to find AK and Mark is like trying to find Nemo right now. They can't. You can't. They. They're unheard of MIA. So, you know. They, they, they are ridiculous. Point, they are. At one point, didn't we, um, 
try to get Westbrook or have a chance where I think he was we didn't we didn't even never try to get him at first. He was on the trade block or something. This was I think back before LA. Now they're trying to circle back and get him now. I mean it's it's pointless now. But we'll see what happens. Uh as always, I appreciate y'all taking my call. Justin, and I'll just continue to listen. Thank, thank you me. very much for the phone call. Uh coming up we'll take more of your phone calls. Also, I'll give you my uh thoughts about Kevin Durant. He's on the move again. Why is that the case? We'll talk about that. And Cap and I will take more of your phone calls. It's Cap and Jay Hood. We're on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD 2. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. The Bears have had 22 quarterbacks take snaps since 1990. It almost makes one nostalgic for the days of Bobby Douglas. But the revolving door may have just stopped with a thud or a bang. Before he throws a football, Jay Cutler becomes arguably the most talented quarterback in Chicago since Sid Luckman way back in the 40s. After the trade, John Elwood called it a sad day in Denver. In Chicago, it's a whole new era for the team Cutler rooted for as a kid in Santa Claus, Indiana. Jay Cutler, a Chicago Bear, one of the few times that the Bears tried to shop at the top shelf. Funny story about that here on Cap and Jay Hood. I'm sitting on Cap's TV show. Dan Pompey's on that panel and some other guy on the panel. Rick Morrissey. Might have been, might have been Rick Morrissey. Might have been. I'm on the <laughs> Cap's TV show. And Dan Pompey says, I'm hearing the, uh, the Bears are interested in Jay Cutler. And I and and Cap says, "Well, Jay Hood, what do you think of that?" And I look right in the camera three, and I go, "Let me tell you something right now, Dan Pompey. I don't know where your sources are, but the Bears are not that kind of team to go to get themselves a young quarterback. That's out of character for them. That's not happening." Right in the camera, I was not asked back. Two days later, I was not asked back. <laughs> I was never again on Cap's TV show because uh. <laughs> I'm telling the great Dan Pompey where to go. How about that, Cap? Right to camera. And then afterwards, Cap blew off a NASCAR uh, report. 312-332-ESPN. Don't tell my friend Scott Pat. (laughs) 332-3776, our phone number. Cap, let me just, uh, as we talk about Chicago, just not having a splash like we saw here overnight where Kevin Durant goes from Brooklyn to the Suns. Just a, a thought about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is that guy that's just never settled. You know what he is, Cap? He's just a hooper. That's all he is. He's just a hooper. He's just a basketball player. Doesn't matter where it is, he just wants to play basketball. But he's never happy. We saw him with Oklahoma City, and we thought, hmm, a young Oklahoma City team with Russell Westbrook and James Harden, this is going to be the future of the league for the next 10 years. And then we start to see more you know, player movement. James Harden gone, Westbrook gone, and Kevin Durant's by himself. He goes, okay, well, I can't win a championship by myself in Oklahoma City, so I'm going to go to Golden State. Some said it was easy for him to be able to connect with Golden State and win a couple of championships. I didn't say that. I said, you know what? You gave your heart and soul to Oklahoma City. It didn't work out. You exercised your free agency. Free is the word in that, free agency, correct? And so now he goes to Golden State and wins a couple of championships. Good for him. Now, if I'm him... I, they would have to be able to just take me in shackles to get me off that team. Golden State, I'm playing with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. I'm with Steve Kerr, a great organization with Golden State. They're going for it. I want to be part of that. I don't care if I'm the fourth option or if I'm the second option. I don't want to be part of that. But no, not for Kevin Durant. He gets a couple of championships and goes, I don't feel like it's my team. So I'm getting my own crib 
and I'm going to go to Brooklyn. I'm going to assemble my own team. Here comes James Harden. Here comes Kyrie. And what's supposed to be like a team that's for the next five years to, dem- to dominate the East, Harden leaves to go to Philly. Uh, Kyrie Irving leaves to go to the Dallas Mavericks. And then Kevin Durant says, well, I can't be here by myself with Simmons. I got to get traded too. So I'm going to go to a team that's already assembled where you're the fourth best player on that team. You got Chris Paul. You've got Devin Booker. You've got Aiton, the big man. And so I thought you wanted to be in a team where you could assemble your team and be the head of your team. And now you're with a whole bunch of other winners. What happened there? What changed? He is he is just a weird dude. How about, what happened there? He looked around and went, Ben Simmons? That, you, that's it? I'm out. Ben Simmons. But still, like, this is the team that you assembled. You know, you and Kyrie side by side saying, we don't need a coach. Steve Nash, we don't really need a coach. We can be handle this ourselves. And then there was friction. Kyrie doing his own thing. Yeah, I'm just going to take some time off. Just take some time off. I'll just ghost the organization. And I'm sure KD had to feel some kind of way like, oh, well, Kyrie's leaving. What's going on? Well, we need more. We need more ammunition. They bring in Ben Simmons, afraid to shoot the basketball. Ben Simmons, afraid to be at the foul line. They add him to the team. And then the whole thing with Steve Nash, he gets fired for no reason, just gets fired. And now what's Brooklyn? A complete tire fire. This is what, this is what happens. But Kevin Durant, as great, and keep in mind, you know, what I, you know what I didn't say? I didn't say he was a bad basketball player. He's an excellent basketball player, but horrible with making decisions. Now, he might be on his way to a championship, but you couldn't do it by yourself by, by being the lead of a team. And so now you glom on to the Phoenix Suns. Congratulations. Congratulations. And that was an awesome rant. And we're stuck here in Chicago, the city you and I call home that we love dearly. And guess what? We'll look at the buyout market and get Tristan Thompson last year and maybe Russell Westbrook this year. Do we ever have the temerity to have an executive? Okay. I'll get your questions in a second. All I care about is winning a championship. I'm going to leave no stone unturned. Management's given me the wherewithal to spend whatever it takes. Everything will be done first class. We are going to put a winning team on the... No. Nope. We're not going to go in the tax unless you can tell me we can have a chance in the playoffs. Eh, we'll add Andre Drummond on a cheap two-year deal. We'll get a 86-year-old Goran Dragic. Yeah, yep. we're good. We're good. Nothing. And say the Bulls do get Russell Westbrook. What does that really mean? It's almost like the organization looks at the East and says, well, we don't have difference makers like Boston and Milwaukee and Philadelphia have. And so we're just going to just hang in there and just try to make the playoffs. And again, I, I appreciate the Bulls trying to make the playoffs, but you need to have a little steam. You need to have some additional weapons. That's what we've been waiting for. And it's just not happening. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Peter and Edgebrook on ESPN 1000. All right, Pete. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, What's up, bud? Nothing much. Just on my way home from work. Um, wanted to say when you guys were talking about, you know, when the last time like uh, we made a big splash in the free agent market, um, I had a being a lifelong Cubs fan. I was I was thinking about you know the Cubs in particular, and it, I had to go back about fifteen twenty years and remember when we landed Nomar Garcia Para, thinking that you know we were finally doing it. And, uh, you know, going, putting the chips all in. 
But, you know, with the Cubs' infinite wisdom, we saw that kind of played out. Uh, but I just remember being at that, that time and point being like, that was, a, that was an all-in move for the Cubs. What do you think of that, Garcia Perro? Yeah, I mean, that was... Came from the Red Sox, though. It was a three-way deal. I remember it. I was in my driveway on a Saturday afternoon cleaning my garage. I was off that day. Mm -hmm. And it's the trade deadline. Yellow. And I get a call. That's exactly what happened. I get a call from somebody at Wrigley. Yellow. Be ready. The Cubs are getting Orlando Cabrera. Oh. Solid defensive shortstop. Okay. We're good. Phone ring. Yellow. They're getting Garcia Parra. What? Mm. Theo was then in Boston. He wanted him off the roster. Off. He gets Cabrera, solidifies his infield defense, and wins the first World Series <laughs> in, in 80-some years there. We get Garcia Parra. And what? They lose that year with the most unlikable team I've covered in a long time, the 4 Cubs. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, Garcia Parra... Hits a little dribbler in front of the plate. Tries to take off out of the batter's box and tears his abdominal muscle. He's out for three months. I remember. See you later. Thanks for coming. Which goes once again to our theory. If a player leaves a really good organization, what's wrong with that player? As a Red Sox, like a, a hero. As a Cub, not so much. Not so much. Shout out, no shot. Two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.